hey you, yee you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 we are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, it's your boy Uche, I got my boy, QDZ, for Sheezy, it's way too easy. A.K.A. the Widow's Peak Bandit, A.K.A. Michael Gordon, A.K.A. Daddy Longlegs, A.K.A. Mr. Steal Your Spaghetti, A.K.A. Uba Mac. What's up? Uh, Mr. Uba Mac's in the house. Hey, you know what they call me, man? You know what they call me? I took the water to Poland. I took the water <laughs> to Poland. That was bad. It was you bad. Just- See, see, I didn't want to say walk, though. I didn't want to say walk. Like, I'm not a drug addict, okay? Hey, listen. Damn. See, if I said walk, the kids would feel me. You see, that's the problem with y'all, man. That's the problem. Hey, say nothing at all. All right, I'm I'm done. All right, that was bad. Anyway, this is episode uh, 132. Yeah, 132. 132. 132. Shout out to y'all for pulling up on us, man. Pulling up on the gang. All right? I ain't talking about gangs of uh, you know, the street, the ones that are getting locked up. This is this we we're good people here. We just like music. Which was we're just good people, you know, that like music and like to chop it up. So if you're part of the wise gang already, we appreciate you. If you're not, stay a little while, you know, get your beer, get your wok, get your water, do whatever you need to do, but to be entertained, because we about to come with it on this episode, man. We coming with it. Ain't that right, Q? Yeah, man. I got my walk right here, bro. What's up? Right here. This is Wakisha. Say oh, hello man. to Wakisha in my Washington Wizards Cup. It's like, nah, this is this is green tea, brother. Yo, I, you you might need a better cup though, because I, I feel this like is, anything out of a Wizards Cup has to be bad. Like it just has to be. Fire. The team is not good, did therefore see, the drink has Rui to be bad. I will say this about the Wizards real quick. Go ahead. Their rebranding has been fantastic. I love it. Oh, hats. for sure. Their Absolutely. colors, this new Wizards logo that they got, like that's only I love is it. way better than that. Wizard I love it. thing. But anyway, it makes us forget yeah. that their team is named the Wizards because what the hell is a wizard after Jeez. all? Like, why would your team even be called the Wizards? Does that make any the, sense? Wizards, in, in, like, if there's no relevance to Wizards in Washington, unless there's something they didn't tell us in the history books, like was mm. Thomas Jefferson a damn. Uh, a hocus pocus like whatever is was he missing. a witch <laughs> <laughs> it has no relevance what are wizards what it makes no sense it makes you know, no just sense, call them man. the washington teleworkers or something relevant to the dc area which is why i think the, the, capi- the capitals are the best yeah. in dc they got the best name to me in dc washington vpn all right <laughs> the fighting, no, the fighting no, VPNs. No, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that actually means nothing. But anyway, man, yo, let's jump to it, man. Uh, yo, hey, the Washington no, anti nah. antiviruses. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. What? Go ahead. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> oh man. Uh, in, anywho, man, listen, man. Um, let's jump into the announcement before we get into the show. Uh, as always, hit that Zero Skips playlist in the description. It features a lot of uh, up-and-coming artists, some that you may know, some that, but a lot that you probably won't know. Um, 
you know, music by up and coming talent that I think uh, you guys will be pleasantly surprised by. So make sure you guys hit that hit the uh, link in our in our bio. We added a few new songs this week, so uh, yeah, hit that on Spotify, man. Let's get it going. Next, it, w- it it came to my attention that you know a lot of you guys may not even really understand that we drop clips every week on our YouTube channel from this episode and all of our podcast episodes. So if you're somebody who wants to see our face. If you're somebody who likes to get clips of the of these of the episode and you can't stick around for the whole one, make sure you guys go on our YouTube, aka Lincoln Bio on every platform. Check out the clips from the show. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at uh the visuals and the graphics that are that are accompanied by that. Ain't that right, man? Q, you yeah, got man. something else you want to add? I'm sexy. All right. So I, I, said, like, I said add, not take clips, away. If the clips, if you want to see my sexy face. Like, go ahead and check the clips out. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, also, you know, just to let you guys know, like, the playlist that you're referring to is mm-hmm. curated by us. This is not, like, put on some random person's desk and they're here just trying to figure out what songs are good or not. No, this is curated by our taste. So if you're on that playlist or if you're listening to that playlist, know that you're listening to stuff that we like also. So, you know, just wanted to add that. It's a good point. It's a lot good of, point. A lot of playlist. A lot of playlists out there. A lot of that was a much better there. point than uh, talking about your looks. I just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, Girl, I'm sexy. I, 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 I'm sexy. Hey, 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 they say I'm sexy now. They say I'm sexy now. Jeez. You make me. You make me uncomfortable every time. Every single remember time. When my 50, remember when Fifty? Remember when Fifty Cent? Uh, he did on the massacre. Remember he said that. He said that. He, he said they, they it, sound sexy now. He it was at said, the. It was at the end of uh. Dang, what was the song? They said, I don't remember. Uh, the joint he was Damn. talking about. Uh, ja. Uh. Uh. The disc yeah, record. Matter. But anyway. Yeah, it don't um, matter. He also said. He also said on God gave me style. God gave me grace. God gave me style. He also said shout out TD Jakes. Shout out Creflo Dollar. I just I don't know for some reason I always like that. Like where that that whole song is tight. I mean, but nobody would say that's their favorite song. But God gave me style. God gave me grace. I love God that joint. God gave me style. God gave me. I'm, I'm a fan. Fifty used I'm to be killing them hooks. My God. Fifty Cent was that guy. Oh boy. Fifty Cent was that guy. But uh, check out ratings game music, RGM, depending on uh, you know, which auditor you're talking to, um. You know, we got all the good album reviews, song reviews. Uh, Lil Baby, we got a review of Lil Baby's new album. It's only me. Uh, you know, I'll give you my thoughts about that real soon here. Uh, we got a new song by Juice World and Marshmallow. And French Montana probably dropped one of the worst singing performances I ever heard in my life on a song called Whipping It Slowly. So check it out, ratingsgamemusic.com. Check us out on our Instagram. It's starting to be popping thanks to this guy. Uh, his creative direction has helped us big time. So check us out on Ratings Game Music on IG. Thank you, man. Thank thank you for the kudos. Now go run me my check. Yeah. Go hey, run me my welcome. check. Yeah, you're not welcome. Go I, just. I'll take the check. I don't need to be. I don't need to pat on the back. That's all I say. That's all I gotta. Has, I gotta say. Has my anybody said you're not welcome? Yeah, you just you're not, did. You're not welcome. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, I gotta, I gotta also say, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, like this episode on YouTube, um, and follow us on all our socials, man. It'll be in the description of this episode. Now, let's get into what we're talking about on the show. Uh, we're gonna get into how important is a hit record in 2022, you know, and also I guess just moving forward. It's uh, it's come to my attention that uh, there are so there are probably more successful artists that you've never heard a hit from than ones that have had a hit. And I think people don't quite understand that. So when these up-and-coming artists and everybody's chasing a hit, it's like, do you really even need that these days? We're going to get into that conversation in a little bit. Uh, then we're going to talk about our artists too competitive. Man, we've seen, what, almost every week now, twice a week damn near, artists are going back and forth, arguing, you know what I'm saying? Saying I'm better than you. I write better than you. Trying to discredit each other. More recently, we seen Nicki Minaj and Lotto go back and forth over Grammy nominations, I believe. But who the hell really knows? We're going to get into that discussion because I think there are some things that, um, number one, clearly we can add to the combo. But I think, you know, does it really need to be as competitive as, as, it, as it comes across? Or can people just coexist? You know what I'm saying? Like all these other genres, you know, kind of, kind of do. But first, I got some, uh, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got some ish to get off my chest, man. Listen, Lil Baby, the biggest baby, there's a lot of them, but I believe he's the most popular baby, just dropped a new album called It's Only Me, and, uh, Man, it was a long-awaited album. It was one that I think a lot of people, whether you're pro Lil Baby or not, were waiting for to see what he's going to do since his last album he dropped. What was it, 2019, called My Turn? And uh, Q, I want to kick this off because I think uh, you probably owe Lil Baby and myself an apology. So the, the, the floor is yours, man. I want you to kick this off, man. Now speak. Oh, hey, what? You heard me. <clears throat> I owe nobody an apology. Zero people an apology. Get the apology. What going. did I? What did I say? Hold you right, know now, what now. you said. Regurgitate you know what, said. what I said. What did I say? Now you tell me what I said, and then I'll give you a, a lie to to help get me out of this. <laughs> what did that's I exactly, say about Lil? That's exactly what that would be. Wait, so I really have to remind you? So you you, you were were you drunk that day? Do you, I, do you not I want remember? you to specifically because you know why I say that because go ahead. We've had heated discussions going to New York about Lil Baby. Yep. We've had discussions on uh, Beers and Bars podcast. Mm -hmm. We've had discussions on here. So, like, what comment or what main thing did I say that rubs you the wrong way about Lil Baby? All right. I'll be brief because I really want to get your thoughts. It's not about me right now. It's about you giving apologies. All right? Now. I'm not, no, I ain't apologizing to nobody. <laughs> what I think you, what I remember you saying was that. Except um my pastor. Damn, bro. That's it? God damn. You, you, damn, you, you're, you're, and I don't even got one. <laughs> oh, geez, I'm damn, just going to find one on, on Fiverr. But go ahead. Oh, yeah, fine. Come on, man. All right. So what I believe you said was something along the lines of. Lil Baby is overrated um, because this was in response to me saying, I believe Lil Baby has a chance to really run the game 
the rap game, if you will, for another two to three years. This was last year I said this. But I said it's going to be very dependent on what he does next. If he drops a very good album and does what I believe he's going to do, I think he can do it. But I just think you were very negative, man. You were like, I don't think he can do it. You said he's overrated. I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially the overarching argument you were making. To that, you say what? Um, I see where you're coming from. That wasn't me. It wasn't oh, me. Oh, boy. Here we go. But she caught you in shower. It wasn't me. No. Um. <clears throat> so I will say, you know what's funny? The word overrated. A lot of people misinterpret what overrated means. So a lot of people think overrated means the person is bad. It doesn't necessarily mean the person is bad. What it means is the person's probably getting more praise and recognition than they do deserve. So I did feel at a time Lil Baby was being put on a pedestal that he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I was like, he's good, but I don't think he's that great. Like we're talking, people were saying that he's the best rapper in the game. He he's his run like you, you, this knucklehead said he's going to be here for five years. That's how long his run. Hey, 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 watch right. your mouth. Watch your mouth. And hey, I ain't say hey, five hey, years. I said two hey, or three. Hey, be hey, accurate, Kenny, my G. Kid, hey, Kenny, you a knucklehead. So <laughs> you said for five years. So to me, I was just like, I like Lil Baby. I think Lil Baby, there's some good traits. But to call him the best rapper in the game. I was like, come on, hold your horses a little bit. So, you know, he dropped this album. Uh, it's only me. And the funny thing is leading up to the album, he dropped a lot of bad singles. Like, you know, I thought that, hey, hey, that song, I was like, yo, that's actually his best single in like two years to me. And it still was like, okay to me. So, there was reason to be a little pessimistic about Lil Baby and this album coming up. And, and you know, I was reading some of the tweets people were putting out and they were like, yo, like Lil Baby was being gassed up and he was not doing that well until the album came out. And I think personally, the album is pretty damn good. I'm not going to go into great detail about why I think it's good, but it's pretty damn good. He met the challenge. He delivered. But... Will it still resonate with people? Is this an album that I think solidifies him as the hottest rapper? Because that's what y'all that's what y'all were saying. He's the hottest rapper. And he might very well be. But will this album still solidify him as the hottest rapper in the game? I don't know. But I will say that that album he delivered. He he I wouldn't say he met expectations. I wouldn't say he met expectations. I would say he silenced critics with it. I don't think he met expectations, but he silenced critics with it. So, you know, in that sense, I will say I was wrong, kind of. I was kind of wrong. I didn't expect him to even silence his critics with this album. He silenced his critics. And, you know, good job. Jeez. Uh, that was just, that was just so, why was that so painful for you? Like, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not, why, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand, bro. Just like, first off, you were one of the critics. 
So he silenced you, apparently. I was. Okay, he, he that's what it sounded me. like. But you don't I see want, me not talking. But but <laughs> but two things. Okay, so number one, you know how hard it is in 2022 to silence critics when expectations are 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 placed upon you. Like you know how easy it is these days to just go with the public group think and say something's bad before because you know before something drops everyone's going to have these high expectations and then we're going to be disappointed it, it kind of reminds me of uh because we see it all the time but like think about when donda dropped or before it dropped i should say remember how before everyone's like oh man donda's gonna be so amazing oh man because kanye hyped it up he hyped it up he hyped it up i thought it was gonna be great but to me right after i heard a lot of people and the overwhelming consensus was that Donda wasn't that good. Like, it wasn't, it didn't meet expectations. That's what I'll really say. Yeah. To a degree, I can understand that because when you hype something up, it's so easy to be let down. But if you just assess the music and assess it for what it is, Donda on its own was a very good album. I think that's obvious. If you yeah. know anything about music, it was a very good album. Without trying to compare Donda or Kanye musically the little baby at least directly I see a lot of similarities here see a lot of similarities here there was a lot of hype over the last couple of years between little baby I'm sorry for little baby what he was gonna do and I was one of the I was one of the people who was waiting you know what I'm saying because you're right you you said something key he wasn't dropping a lot of music that we consider great leading up to this I 100% acknowledge that you go with the the song he dropped with in a minute, which I don't even remember at this point. I don't even remember mm. the name. In a minute is in a great. Minute. In a minute is my favorite song. Remember, remember, he dropped two songs that day. If he I'm did. not mistaken, it was in a minute and another one. Damn, I wish I had the name. But I think you know what I'm talking about. It was one that in both of us actually did not like at all. And uh, I'll oh, look I'm it up. But you keep yeah, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. So so anyway, the point is. Um, from that standpoint, there were reasons to be pessimistic. I will 100% agree with you. Leading up to the album dropping, I said the same thing. However, I just feel like Lil Baby rose to the occasion on this new album. I really feel that way. Like, there were moments on this album that made me say, damn, like, I think he really knows he's at the top right now and he really met the performance criteria that is needed. Right to speak from that standpoint, you, you know the album starts off with, um, you know the Real song spill. "Real Spill," and I just feel like, bro, he, he came out, he he firing. came out swinging, he, he came, came out, out swinging, swinging, dog. That that song, that's when I knew I was in trouble. That's when I was like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and so uh, and so it kind of continued, right? Cancel cancel plans for tomorrow. This bro, is gonna get ugly. You like you gonna have to start handing out these apologies sooner than expected. <laughs> <laughs> get the get the notepad. Get the notepad. But, uh, Alfred, get the notepad. Oh man! But so so but then it just, the album just continues to deliver. Like you go you go from re, a real spill to stand on it. Then you go to pop out, which I didn't really like that much, but I like the energy. Then you go to hey, like you said, it's probably one of his better singles up to date. Very gimmicky, very TikTok esque, but I thought it did a decent enough job. Then you go to California Breeze, which is a, a very oh good my song, God. bro. Like, come California on, California Breeze was m one of my favorite songs on the. That was top. So that was top three for me. So I, I told I'll tell you my top three real quick. Okay, give it to me. Give so, it to me. In a minute was like one. I love that song. I think in a minute it's special. 
California yep. Breeze. And then the joint he had with Friday called... Um, uh, it's called Forever. Shoot. Forever. It's called Forever. I lo- freaking love that joint. I love that yeah. joint. It's just yeah. special. Yeah. And, and then he had like all these other joints. But go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. I, I'm with you. Like I, every, everything you said except for... Forever, I'm with you on. I'm not. I'm not in love with Forever. I'm not gonna lie. I like I, I think Forever is it's good, but it's not great. Mostly because I feel like the 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 hook was just a little bit too drowned out. I just I don't know. I just it just it didn't, didn't do it give for you me. enough on the hook. It didn't do it. Didn't, it didn't. Like it with fair. the urgency, man. I'm with you. I listen, but the point is, the first half of this project is very strong, right? You got then you get the the Young Thug feature. Never hating. Then you go to the Friday one, like you said, forever. Then you go uh, not finished. Then you go in a minute. Yeah. Then you go waterfall flow, which I don't really love. Then you go everything. Like I'm looking flow. at the album. I'm everything. looking at the track list right now, and it's like, bro. I like the future to, from now on and double down. Um, yeah, I, double I'm down not is, trying to double down is damn good. But double down is damn good. And so, without trying to give like a full blown review, because that's not really what this is about. I just feel like. Lil Baby delivered. He met, the, he met the criteria where we can actually sit on this album, in my opinion, for a, a, at least six months to a year and say, bro, he delivered good enough. And by the way, I forgot, I didn't even mention my, one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, one of my, because it's really because of the beat and it's perfect timing, bro. That, bro, perfect timing is a top three song for me on that album. It is. It is. And so, and I also like California Breeze, and I'm with you on in a minute, too. So those are actually my top three, personally. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like the beats were great. Lil Baby, the rapping performances overall were great. The album kind of tailed off a little at the end, so I can't say it's an amazing album. But overall, solid to very good project from Lil Baby, if we're being honest. If we're being real. And, and it's a... it's a, But you see... All right. Here's Here we go. where I'll give you some pushback. And here's where Let's I'll go. give all you critics some pushback. I'm tired of y'all saying, and not necessarily you, but like people, look what we both agreed, right? He didn't quite meet expectations. He silenced critics and he met the criteria, but he didn't exceed expectations. That's what I'm looking for, right? Like Beyonce exceeded expectations, you know, with Lemonade and even this last album. I think this last album went over people's head. So... They don't appreciate it as much as they you, they probably should. But she exceeded expectations. Every single time Beyonce comes out, she exceeds expectations. It's 21 Savage, somebody who every single time he comes out, he actually exceeds expectations. Now, the expectations we place on 21 Savage is not the same as the expectations we place on Beyonce. But he exceeds expectations, you know. And I think that's one reason why we. it's really hard to say... Drake is anybody is the be, the hottest rapper in the game because Drake never really exceeds expectations with his albums, but his songs, yeah, he may exceed expectations, but he doesn't really exceed expectations with his albums. Kanye is the type of person that does that, you know. So with Lil Baby, I want to crown him as the top rapper in the game, but there's not he exceeded expectations with my turn. I will say that, but everything he's done since my turn has not necessarily exceeded expectations for me. Like when Travis Scott comes back out, 
Like his next album, Utopia, I expect that to exceed expectations. I expect to be blown away by Utopia, you know? And so that's the type of people that I want to crown as the hottest rappers in the game. People that exceed it, you know? So that's kind of the only thing I would say about Lil Baby. I'm not sure he is capable right now of exceeding expectations with this album. But I will say he delivered. It's a damn good album. His rapping on the album is fantastic. I have no problem about the album. I just have a problem where people place them sometimes. You know, just the last thing I'll say, because, um, I mean, I, I'm with you on that point. The only other thing I will say about the other people that you would generally say, uh, I guess, exceed, what mm-hmm. to me what that points to is the innovation, the 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 pushing the sound forward. You know, mm-hmm. like Lil Baby is not somebody that, and I don't care who you are, if you think Lil Baby is going to push the sound of hip hop forward, you're probably looking at the wrong guy, if we're being honest. Right? Then- he he's somebody who's capitalizing on the moment and what the sound is currently. You're the Travis Scotts of the world, the the like you said, the Kanye's, even the the Kendricks, the 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 people who are more like in tune and in depth with the music and trying to do something different. Those are the ones that's going to reset the, the the groundwork, reset the framework framework of where rap is today, so that the little babies are going to now have to adapt to. And yeah, they may wrap their ass off over that new sound, but. That little baby is not going to be somebody that's going to be pushing the sound forward for being 100% honest. So if if that's essentially what you're saying, I agree with that. Because, I mean, it's, it, I think it's a, it's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, yeah. But, 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 my, but my, point, my point of even before uh, when, I would, when I would talk about little Baby is that the sound that we're in right now, this whole trap uh, infatuation that fans have right now, because to me, trap is like the most popular form of hip hop right now. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby is at the forefront of that. And so as long as trap stays as the most popular form of hip hop, Lil Baby's going to be there until somebody dethrones him. And, and I'm saying that uh, after uh, he just dropped his new album. He's the hottest trap rapper, which that I know that sounds like that sounds like I'm trying to diminish his accomplishments. It's, I'm not because trap rap is actually the most popular rap. So he's the hottest trap rapper. It's almost like, you know, NBA from an NBA sense, like, you know, Devin Booker is the best shooting guard in the league. That's a big deal. It may not be you're the best player in the league, but mm-hmm. you're the best shooting guard in the league. Shooting guards are really important to your team. Right. Right. So I think Lil Baby's the best trap rapper, but to crown him as the best rapper, I don't think that's appropriate, personally. Uh, even after dropping this hot-ass album and and moving the needle the way he did with the album, I still wouldn't call him the best rapper. Now, the question is, who is the best rapper out? Hey, man. It's not Lil... Best as in what? Hottest or, or best as... What does best mean to you? Hottest, best... Hottest. Listen, man, he's not. Lil Baby so, is not better than Kendrick Lamar. I don't give a damn how you slice right. it. He's right. not. So, he didn't drop a better album yeah. than Kendrick dropped this year, in my personal opinion. I will be playing Lil Baby's album more mm-hmm. than Kendrick's, but I don't believe the album is better. 
Yes, that may sound you know, confusing. I'm going to argue with you. How about... But hey, it is what it is. At this point, I know I'm about to say, because this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> oh, boy. This is bad. I'm about to compare two people. This is bad. Jesus Christ. Who... I, I, I'm almost pushed to a corner to say Ghana. Ghana might be the hottest rapper. Like, Ghana might actually be that guy where I can say, yo, he's exceeding expectations. And like, Ghana is actually doing things. Like, I heard Ghana on G Herbo's album on the uh, Survivor's Remorse side. Called a. Shorty. I think Did you hear that hook? Shorty? You see that freaking hook Ghana laid down? Ghana is doing his thing. I was like, what? And, and I'm like, to be the hottest rapper, those are kind of some of the elements you got to have. You got to be able to do that. You got to be able to slide on beats. You got to be able to put up Gunna's album. While I would prefer, I know I'm yapping, I would prefer to listen to Lil Baby's album over Gunna, uh, DS4. But Gunna's album was more impressive. I thought Gunna's album exceeded expectations more. I thought Gunna's album... The longevity of it is a little more. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, look, look, you know, listen, man, I don't want to necessarily take the other side. I don't want to argue Lil Baby over Gunna because that's not really how I feel. But if we're going to go Lil Baby or Gunna, I'm going Gunna all day because of just what I was talking about. Like, yeah, they both are in that trap element. But to me, production wise, Gunna production does something different it's a different vibe it actually pushes to me trap in a different element that not everybody can get on then you have the element of him being melodic and, and doing hooks and being more mm-hmm. diverse as an artist mm-hmm. i'm going gonna all day it's, to be quite honest with you but if we going but gonna, if we're going as highest. a rapper in bars and all the stuff that people at the top when we start evaluating rappers if we're going that route, you got to go Lil Baby. But if we're talking oh, yeah. as an artist, I'm going Gunna. Lil Baby. You get, you get, where, you get where I'm going with that? Oh, 100%. No, I, I, I think. But, you know, every, every compliment that you gave Gunna equates to him being the hottest rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, he's adjusting to the. Like, before Gunna went to jail, Gunna was that guy. Like. Gunna yeah, was, was, he was that on top. guy. He was on he top was of the on, world. Gunna was on fire so much, he had unreleased Drake tracks that he could have put on his album. And it was like, whatever, I'm just going to put it. And then when he dropped it, it still got fire. Like, you still hear it in the club. Like, Gunna is, right now, I personally think the hottest rapper out. Lil Baby might be second, third, whatever the case may be. But I think the level of respect and the level of appreciation that we put on Lil Baby's name, we gotta make sure we put it on Gunner's name also. But one thousand percent, man. Let's 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 All keep right. it moving. I think that was a good combo. Listen, I'm glad you gave your apologies. You make sure you keep that up, cause uh, yeah. Matter of fact, tell Lil Baby personally. Just just hey, send him hey, a Cameron, DM. Cameron, edit this out. <laughs> edit. <laughs> could you find every apology and just erase it? Oh it man. Yo, we want to know what you guys think before we move on. Did Lil Baby deliver on It's Only Me? Hit us in the DMs. Hit us in the, on the, in the comment section of this video. Let us know you guys' thoughts. Let's keep it pushing. Next right. topic. Next topic.
Are rappers too competitive? Hmm. So, you know, one of the main reasons I wanted to talk about this topic was because, uh, as you guys may know on the internet, Nicki Minaj is going about at just about everyone. Like, Nicki Minaj is shooting shots at Cardi B. She shot shots at, uh, sub shots apparently at Megan Thee Stallion. And then now she's going at Jamie Lee Curtis. Negro, she's Lotto. Like, it's it's crazy. So, for me, I feel like this is all just based on, like, the competitive juices that are flowing through her. Which, you know, Nicki Minaj came out, came, you know, she came up in that world. A very competitive rap world. That's what she knew. And I think she's transferring that whole, you know, type of mentality to today and a lot of these young rappers i i if i were to guess they're not on that you know a lot of these young rappers are on you know how can we get this money how can we break bread together but um also i've been meaning to talk about this for a while because one of the most interesting quotes that stood with me is vince staples i know we always talk to you about this which off air Vince Staples said, why do we call, you know, the hip hop world, like the hip hop game? Like, why is it considered a game? You know what I mean? So to me, we never really got to tackle that element. And I think this is a good chance right now. So are rappers too competitive, man? Like, is the hip hop game just way too unnecessarily aggressive and competitive? How how real you want to get on this topic? How, how, are we keeping it real? Are we keeping it fake? What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm trying to get I'm trying to get realer than the chances of Draymond Green getting traded. Mm, that's pretty real, sir. That's pretty real. <laughs> All right, I see I see what time we on. Okay, that that on that, that 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 puts it in perspective. Okay, so I mean to answer your question in a simple way before going any further, yeah. Yo 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 yo. Let's take a quick break from the show. Here's this episode's paid promoter snippet. Pink sky, blue moon, ice cold, too soon. My heart into caught me, you caught me straight through. Yeah. You caught me straight through. Ooh. Yeah. You caught me straight through. Where we started, where we left off Said it's for the best, yeah, the best off Gratitude is barely intercepted Went through a lot, but I can't even regret this You didn't check up till I got my check up Next up, bring my phone just like Vanessa Barely pressure, not what you expected But they still respect us Barely made it through, but I keep my neck up Pink sky, blue moon, ice cold too soon, my Hope you guys enjoyed that snippet. If you are an artist looking for promotion or more exposure for your music, make sure you hit our email, illadvisedwiseguys at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. I think rap is way too competitive. Now, I think in order to kind of like really 
contextualize and really try to understand the reasoning behind it and why, I think you got to go back of the history of rap, right? Like you have to, it, it starts from there, right? We starts from, you know, battle rap. It starts from when hip hop was created. You got the DJs and the MCs going back and forth, right? Creating that dynamic between MC and MC, like who can rock the mic more, right? Like all the all the stuff that the old heads used to do. This is way before rap even imagined to become the global genre that it is. So I think that like at its essence and at its core, most rappers have that competitive aspect because of that reason. That's the fabric of what rap was built on, if we being 100% real, right? So I'm not sure if that will ever not exist. So I think uh, to a certain degree, we kind of got to just accept the competitive aspect of it all. And I think it is good for competition. It's good in certain situations. But not in this case. When you start dealing with uh, Nicki Minaj and... uh, to me, what she's kind of doing and the environment she's kind of created and how she keeps going at people, you know, whether it's the Lottos, who's the more recent person, or um, like you said, Cardi B is her, like, forever op. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't never going to squash. Like, it, you, like, it's pretty <laughs> obvious. That's her. They opt for life. <laughs> they opt for life. Don't it Real feel talk. Way? Don't it feel that Real way? Real talk. They're opt you know for life. And so, like, I'm not trying to say, yo, people can't be competitive and that they can't have ops because I think it is natural. You're not going to like everybody. But if we just get into the minds of, like, let's say a a, a Nicki Minaj, for example, I do believe she has been so dominant for so long as a female rapper in a game, I believe she could potentially be threatened by the influx of women rappers these days. You and I, we talked about this for a while now. Women are more popping than the dudes. So when you actually say that and you think that, of course, that's going to come with all these women who are in the game and getting a light in the media and just in, in, in the spotlight that Nicki Minaj never saw when she was coming up. When Nicki Minaj was popping... She got her look because she was standing next to initially Gucci, then it transferred to Wayne, and then like she was taken seriously because of the huge cosign that was Young Money Cash Money. And she just happened to be so phenomenal at rapping that, you know what I'm saying, she was able to have that longevity. But I think now that there's been so much of an influx of women in the game, I feel like she could potentially be threatened by it, which is a whole nother debate, but... I think Nikki just embodies that whole competitive aspect of rap, right? Like, think about every criticism that she has for all of her ops, right? Whether it's the Lottos, because this is more recently. She always tries to discredit them for not writing their raps, right? It's like the, 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 the most fundamental aspect of rap is to say, I write my own bars. It, even more as a female, because it's been widely known that historically they get written for, right? And people yeah. just kind of accept it. So... I do think that competition is good. I think it's needed. But I think in some cases like this, it can get a little out of control when you are so, you're so kind of like, what's the word? You're kind of so much of an old school competitive person in hip hop that I think it can be to your detriment. Like, because Nikki, think about this. 
how many female rappers has she collaborated with that actually have bars? Like, actually really can rap rap. Because what I can tell is typically she she raps. She, she'll, she'll get on the song with people who are not really people that you would say got bars and can really spit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've noticed. And it, to me, I'm not sure if that's a just her not wanting to give these other girls who can actually rap the light, right? It could be a little bit of that. But to me, that's where competition can kind of go the other way and can kind of be a detriment, though. I mean, what you think? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Nikki came up. Nikki came up, which I mentioned earlier. Nikki came up in a generation where you had to like fight for everything. Like, first and foremost, she was a woman rapper at a time where women rap was probably at its lowest. Because think about before Nicki Minaj, who was the popping women rappers? Remy Ma, uh, Rod Digger. Rod Digger. <laughs> Rod Digger. Like, I mean, obviously Lil' Kim, which Nicki Minaj has beef with Lil' Kim, right? Lil' Kim paved the way. Bro, does Nicki like anybody? Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Yo, talk, does Nicki likes JT. They like City Girls. They're all she likes. She likes Coyle Ray. And that was Coyle Ray. And that was shaky too. But Nicki came up having a hustle for where she got to. You know. She was in the most competitive group in hip hop, Young Money, which had Drake, Tyga, Lil Wayne, Jay Mills for the people that are deep, deep fans of theirs. You know, just a really competitive group. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she's capable of turning it off. You know what I'm saying? So from that point, I applaud her. But, you know, Nikki also needs to understand that a lot of these women rappers are actually like they're you're her idol you're you're there you are their idol like i'm lotto said it like you paved the way for me like there's a thin line between you know (laughs) being somebody who is uh 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 hater and being somebody who, you know, is competitive. And I think that's the part that a lot of people struggle with, you know. And so Nicki Minaj is like, dog, like, most of these women don't even want to fight. They don't want to fight you. So um, that's Nicki's just one part. But I, I, I think her competitive nature is what literally is driving all her beefs with these people. Because even Cardi B said it. Cardi B was like, I look up to you. Like, you, there would be no Cardi B without Nicki Minaj. But it's like, you can't just you know, trash them on your way to your next single releasing. You know what I mean? But I just find it funny outside of Nicki Minaj um, and, and all the, the, the women rappers, I find it funny because there's so many in music today. There's so many subliminal shots that people send to others in the music. Like you hear it. Like for instance, Lil baby, like we, we talked about earlier, he dropped the song He's talking about Quavo. He's talking about, yo, I had your girl. I did this to your girl. You know, I just wanted to swap it out. Um, That's his words. I didn't say, hey, don't get mad at me. <laughs> he said it, right? And then I'm listening to Quavo. Quavo on take, Quavo on takeoff, uh, only built for infinity links. Quavo's like, you know, I created QC. There's no QC without me, you know? 
Um, and then there's little shots here and there at like Offset, obviously, and all these people. And it's like, to me, as a listener, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of tight. It's kind of entertaining to listen to. But at the same time, I'm like, would the hip hop world be better if we, you know, just got along more? Because, like, for instance, literally, this is crazy. Cameron, Mace, and Jadakiss dropped a song yesterday. I don't want to date the podcast, but I'll do it. They dropped the song yesterday. And you know what I said to myself? I said, yo, what if Cameron and Mace never beefed? Because Cameron and Mace had Horse and Carriage in 1999. Horse and Carriage, fire-ass song. And then they started beefing shortly after that. So 20, 30 years went by. Them two did not, you know, collaborate with one another. And then they collaborate in 2022 for the first time in like 20 years. What if they didn't beef in between that time? How many fire-ass collaborations could we have gotten from them? What if Lil Wayne and Pusha T didn't beef? What if Pusha T, Drake, Lil Wayne, all them people didn't hate each other? Like... The consumers are missing out because so many people, it's just so competitive. We don't get collaborations that would otherwise be fine. I want NBA Youngboy. Do you know how many people I want NBA Youngboy to collaborate with that (laughs) he just just hates for no reason? (laughs) Like literally just doesn't like for any reason. Like how tight would an NBA Youngboy 21 Savage collaboration be? You know, like competition's yeah. actually hurting hip hop more than people realize. You know, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking, man, like we're over here talking about competition. Uh, at least we started this out by talking about competition, at least trying to get into the minds of these artists because one may think they're better as an artist than the other. But if we just take this a step further and go up a level. Let's talk about hip hop's infatuation with beef. Mm. Right? That's another story. That's that's hip hop is very infatuated with conflict. It's 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 very infatuated. It's like public conflict back uh pub, uh conflict uh, behind the scenes, rap beef on record taking shots. And again, I Point that back to just the essence of what hip hop has been. It's it was built off conflict, and I'm better than you, whether it's on the mic or I dress better than you, or I'm just you know like that. I think that is the essence of the genre and the people who have come up. So I'm just not sure if we can get out of that. I just feel like that's what it was built on, and that's just what people understand. Um, it thrive, you know, it thrives off in the genre because we really don't see that in we don't see this level of conflict in any other genre. Now, whether no. people are freaking at odds behind the scenes, of course, it's very possible, but you don't really see it publicly. You know, what I'm saying that. T- imagine the top mm-hmm. country artist beefing on a song mm-hmm. or <laughs> on social media, or you yeah. just won't see it. You won't see and it. it. And, and if it happens, somebody will stop it. I mean. The, the 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 thing and the reason why I said competition was mm-hmm. because competition is one of the only reasons why you would just not like somebody. Do you know how many situations are going on right now where the beef is not really clear? Like, why does this person not like them? 
Like, I'm confused. I don't understand it. You know, think about it. <laughs> like, how many, how, for, for example, Rick Ross and 50 Cent. Rick Ross claimed, this is why their whole beef, this might be news to people. You may not know this. The reason Rick Ross said he sent a diss record towards 50 Cent's way was because during the BET Awards or some awards show, he claims 50 Cent looked at him a certain way that he did not like. Translation, he was just trying to pick a fight with somebody to further his brand. And he just wanted to pick a beef and 50 Cent was the perfect person to pick beef with. So he just started beefing with him. Absolutely no real reason they're beefing. Go look it up. There is no real reason they're beefing. Oh no, I, be- I, is real. I believe you. I believe you. You know what and, I'm saying? And, 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 and if I believe you. I believe you. There's no you know? real re- really because I look. I think about all the beefs. Think about all the beefs that you cannot explain. Let's just go down the line real quick. Think about all the beefs you can't explain. Well, some of you can't explain. Like I would throw. Oh, in of course. Obviously, puff, there's puffy and mace. Obviously, you can explain majority of them, right? But yeah. There's some that I, I really don't know. And I could be just not. I can just be off, right? Okay. Gucci Man and T.I. Apparently, they don't like each other. Why? I don't I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But I'm sure they know. I, I mean, know, I don't. Right? It's none of my business. Right? None of I my don't business. know. I don't know. These are ones where we, we just don't know, right? All Gucci right. Man and T.I., right? Lil Wayne and Pusha T. Well, that one that one we do know, but it's stupid. But it's stupid, right? Exactly. <laughs> that one. Stupid, that one was right? based on. I think it was, uh, push it something and, like and they not were saying that Wayne was credit. still in. Wayne, they were still in. Yeah. Wayne was still in the bape. Acting like he was the first person to rock it, and they threw shots yeah. Yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. Drake and Pusha T. What was the reason? Why? Well, that was because of Kanye more than like. But do we even know? <laughs> do we really <laughs> even know? know? Like, I think I think uh, that think one about was based it. on Kanye. What is, it was really a, it, it was really an issue between Drake and Ye. Yeah, right? but it's I don't know actually. I don't know. I don't. Bro, I don't know. know either. What was what was the reason? Uh, what's the reason? What was Kanye and Drake's reason? I actually can't remember. There's multiple reasons. I I, I think it was competition remember. driven. Competition. Right. I believe I believe one of them it's felt like they were better than the other. Competitive. And if you ask me, I've heard them talk. I've heard Kanye say he was threatened by Drake. The existence of Drake threatened him. And I believe somebody like a Kanye will use that and just start throwing shots his way. Do you guys Again, do you competition? Exactly. Competition, right? Do you guys one of the best disc records of all time, Ether? You guys even know? Does the common person even know why Jay Z and Nas were beefing? I'm sure they don't know, cause I barely know. <laughs> but here's what the streets. Here's what Brian Windhorst told me. <laughs> Jay Z. Wait, wait, was... wait, wait, wait! You got your news from Brian Windhorst, not Woj? Oh, come on, man! You tripping? But you it's... tripping, bro? Jay Z was actually <laughs> defending. I believe it was either BDC or Memphis Bleak. One of the two. I believe it was Memphis Bleak that sent shots Nas's way. Mm-hmm. And Jay-Z kind of backing up Memphis Bleak was like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm backing my mans. That's that's my guy. And guess what happened? And it gets full-blown. Obviously, Nas is going to respond. And then you have a full-blown beef. So it's just 
I like the competitive nature of hip hop, but like I do think at times you gotta tone it down a little bit. Is not it because we're missing out on some truly potential special stuff because of competition. You know this this kind of this is the last thing I'll say, and then we, we, we I think we should move on. I mean, you you make a good point. I mean, the topic itself is good. I think it's something that everybody knows, but nobody's really addressing how this the competition kind of fuels things and, and kind of going back to what I was saying on the last episode. And by the way, guys, if you haven't checked our last episode, we had Coco Louie on, uh, dope, you know, radio personality from the DMV area. Y'all go check out the whole discussion. It was, it was really, really fire. But one of the things that I was saying in, in that topic at the end was that, you know, blogs and just, I don't think people really understand how much people feed off salacious storylines. And how much that feeds and fuels the music and people's brands and just the artists in general. Like, I don't think people understand how important that is. You know, music is one part about one aspect, but the other part is creating a story that people care about. And of course, if you see two, imagine seeing two people fighting on the street. You're going to stop and watch. I don't give a damn who you are or where you're going. You're going to be like, oh, snap. Like, what's going on? Yep. So conflict will always be something that's going to attract people, unfortunately. But to your point, I do think it takes away from the music. And we could be getting robbed from all these collabs that might be really fire, but we'll never see it because they're, they'll never mess with each other because of the beef. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. imagine hearing an actual Drake and Kanye project. And I'm not, maybe not now because they've kind of gone separate ways musically, but I'm talking about early on. Them coming together may have been able to produce something special. I ain't talking about one song like they did on um, uh, "I Better Find Your Loving." Right, that was Kanye produced, or even, or even what's the joint? Something, this something, this something. It was on a uh, more early mixtape. It was tape. early, early. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was more life. No, more life mixtape. He, uh, oh really? God, what's that song called? Uh, they they're actually both rapping, um, but. That was Damn, shortly had, before they started beefing. Started, but, but, but imagine if we got more music from these dudes together. We may have gotten something special, but hey, man, I don't know. You guys let us know. In the comments, let us know wherever you get this or where you're listening to. You know, is competition becoming more bad than good when it comes to hip-hop? Let us know in the comments. Let's keep it pushing. That, that, that song is Glow. Oh. Glow. Drake and Kanye. Glow. Remember that joint? I do, I do remember that joint. I remember it now. Next topic. Let's keep it pushing. And the last topic. Um, how important is a hit record in 2022? Ooh. How important is it, guys? How important you know, is a hit record? And, and more importantly, what is a hit record? What's that even Woo. mean these days? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You, like, got, you got me wanting to sound like Michael Irvin. <laughs> Ooh, in the Cowboys. <laughs> Dang. Have you been seeing his rants? Their joints have been <laughs> cracking yeah, they're funny. They're me funny. up. Nah, they're, they're funny. They're funny. He said, he said, <laughs> yeah, but real quick, real quick. Michael Irvin said, yo, because Stephen A was like, you know, Stephen A was over here talking about, oh, man, you know, typical Stephen A. The Dallas Cow. Hey, just wait, y'all. Just wait, y'all. Just wait. Wait and see. They and accident is waiting to happen. Just wait, though. Just wait. And then Michael Irvin was like, you know what you sound like? You sound like me. What I used to, what I used to tell girls, you sound like me. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't convince you, but I can confuse you. 
I was <laughs> I was dead. But oh, I, I can't convince you, but I can confuse you. Bruh. What? So, so so listen, man. We are not a sports show, but damn it, we can be if y'all wanted to. Oh, Only talking man. about certain teams though. But look, oh, no man. the real question though. What what is a hit record? Is it even that important these days? And also, just from an artist standpoint, think about your the musicians out here going crazy. You know, they got a lot of fans. They're doing crazy shows. You may never have heard a quote-unquote hit from them as a casual fan. Because to me, that's kind of how I define a hit. You know, it's like a song that resonates beyond the core fan base or even the the fan base of the adjacent artists, right? But one yeah. that pierces through and goes to the masses. There's tons of artists that have never had a hit that would qualify through those, through that criteria. And so from that standpoint, I mean, is that something that, you know, negatively impacts artists or do you think that artists can survive without having a hit these days? What Q, what do you think? Shoot. So What's a hit? You know what? I want to actually Google what the definition of a hit record is. Mm. Like, what is a hit? What is a hit music? What is a hit? A hit song. Okay, I found it. A hit song, also known as a hit record, hit single, or simply a hit, is a recorded song or instrumental that becomes broadly popular or well-known. Although hit song means any widely played or big selling song, the specific term hit record usually refers to a single that has appeared in an official music chart through repeated radio airplay, audience impressions, or significant streaming data and commercial sales. So I guess the definition that, every, of a everything hit... Everything was so generic just there. It's generic. Everything of a hit is, is, is popular consumption. But I do think you know something is a hit when you know it 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 you can tell when you made it you're like it's a hit like for instance there's a couple songs that you know we made right in college where you know some are just trash you know what i mean and you're just like yeah man whatever but then there's some we're like yo dog this one is actually pretty good i think this is a hit record right but brother but brother by the definition you just gave there were zero impressions or zero uh, charts <laughs> associated with so, all of those. So you can think some's a hit all you want. I'm saying my is my definition hit. of a hit. My definition of a hit has nothing to do with that definition. Okay. My definition is okay. It hits. It 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 moves the needle. When you listen to it, it does something to you, right? It's because you know, kind of to back up my claim. I was in an Uber drive. You know, white people. One thing that I love about white people is white people just know random facts, just completely random facts. Like white people would be like, hey, did you know that uh, World Series games in the 40s were played at 3 a.m.? Like they just tell you all kinds of random facts, right? (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) I was in an Uber ride, right? And I forgot why the conversation went to Michael Jackson, but he was like, did you know Quincy Jones? They knew that Thriller was going to be a hit album because during the making of the album, the studio caught on fire. (laughs) I think he said particularly Thriller 
when he made Thriller, he was like, yo, I knew it was going to be a hit because the studio caught on fire. You know, that's what pretty much the Uber driver told me. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that actually. But to me, a hit record, you can tell if something's a hit. You can tell if something has the potential. I think that's what's missing in this definition. Does it have the potential of being getting serious airplay, serious, all this stuff? So, um, but to go back to your question, the initial question, which was, um, you know, uh, how important is a hit? I think these days, you know, what's more important than a hit record these days? A musical experience. Like these days, I guess as an adult, maybe mm. I don't really care about like, for instance, we were talking about, right? Knicks versus Nets. Yeah, you know, something can be good. Yeah, you know, something could be fun. But I like to pay for experience. And I think the thing that a lot of rappers are doing these days are they're giving you a good musical experience. Like, to me, Freddie Gibbs' last album. There's no hit records on that album. Zero hit records. But when you listen to the album, it's actually a very pleasant, very enjoyable musical experience. So I'm kind of glad that rappers are focusing more on that these days because if you keep the problem is not making a hit record. The problem is chasing a hit record. And I feel like back in the day, way too many artists were chasing hit records, which diluted the music that was being put out. So to me, I'm all about musical experience, man. Okay. No, I mean I, I'm with you on that, I, but like I went even all over the place on that. Yeah, one, like so. I'm trying to I'm trying to like piece together where, which where I want to like respond to, but but okay, let's talk about how something sounds like a hit record. To me, even that is a moving the goalpost. Not you, but I'm saying like even that's something that you really can't pinpoint because yeah. you know how like rappers have historically been like, oh, I need a radio record. Yep. I need I need a radio record. I need to make me a radio. And there's a f- certain format to yep. be having a radio record, whether it's getting a singer on the hook. You know what I'm saying? You get a very yep. maybe you get a sample that's familiar. Maybe slow down your rapping. Very similar to what Meek Mill does. Think about what Meek Mill does when he has those standard, if you will, radio songs. To me, <laughs> Meek is Meek is probably like. Out of out of out of this generation, or at least our generation of of artists, he's probably at the forefront to me of people who still have like standard radio songs. If that makes sense, like the generation after him, aka the, the dudes in their twenties, they don't make songs like that. They just don't make music like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I know what you mean. Yeah. So with that being said, it's very difficult to even answer the question: How do you even know when you hear a hit? I think that changes over time, right? Because what people care about changes over time. But you brought up Freddie Gibbs, and we talked about this before we recorded. You know, I, I find Freddie Gibbs, and in particular Gibbs and G Herbo, very fascinating to me. They're very fascinating because there's a group of people who think G Herbo is trash, right? They think he's overrated. 
Right, they think he right. raps badly. And, hey, you may have a very good reason. Trust me. I might be with you on certain days. I might hear a, a certain uh, Herbo song, and I'm like, bro, like, turn that shit off. Like, I don't like this. Right. He's not flowing. He's not doing blah, 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 blah. But on the other hand, I might hear him, and I'm like, bro, this is phenomenal. This guy's killing it. And in reality, Herbo makes good albums. They're not great. They're not bad. But think about this for a second. G Herbo was a part of the whole drill wave from the inception. The Chief Keef, the Lil Dirk, the Lil Reese. Lil Reese never really popped off like all these other dudes did. But in reality, they've been at it for 10 years. G Herbo has been in the game of rap for 10 years. I think he started when he was 16, 17. Now he's 27, 28. You do the math. And he still has a has a, a a fan base. He still is musically relevant in rap. The greats really like him. I heard Drake say at some point G Herbo was his favorite rapper. Um, oh, he said that. Wow, this is years ago. And, and, he said and G, that. And G Herbo actually did an interview recently where he said Drake told him. I believe it was the Breakfast Club where he said yeah. Drake told him verbatim, "Yo, you my favorite rapper, bro. I've been telling people you're my favorite rapper." But that's neither here nor there. The point is. G Herbo has never had a hit. By the definition of what you just read, yeah, I don't believe G Herbo has ever had a hit. So now it begs the question, how is he still relevant? How is he still somebody that people care about culturally? And then it makes you think, well, damn, how important is a hit really? Well, Freddie I Gibbs is another. You know, it, but yeah. It, it, it goes back to the, the term that I... A term that I think people should use more, a term that I think people should understand more, is experience. Mm-hmm. Musical experience. G Herbo gives you an experience. He is a street rapper, you know, a young street rapper at that, from Chicago, that's giving you a musical experience that, take it or leave it, you know? It's like, it's, it's like going to a zoo. <laughs> No, no cap, no, no lie. I know it sounds funny, but it's like going to a zoo, right? Where you get to see all these different animals living in their habitat, and like kind of you know see what they're going through. It's an experience. Like whether you had a good time at the zoo or not, it's an experience. So, you know, I think Freddie Gibbs, G Herbo, they all do that. They all give you something that you can walk away from and be like, yo, I enjoyed myself. I may not clicked with it. I may not have nodded my head, but I, I, it was interesting listening to this music. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm going to stay away from that word because uh, Lil Yachty gives me an experience and uh, so does Yeet. It's an experience. It is an experience. That's Does true. that mean it's, it's good? But that's a no. bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, there we go. So it's a good experience. It's a good right, experience. Cool, cool, cool. It's a bad right. experience. Okay, you I know? like the adjective. I like the adjective. So, <laughs> <laughs> you've seen bad experiences, right? Facts. Facts, facts. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if there's any more to cover on that. Like, I really don't have much more. But, I, you know, it's it's. I mean, we could go all day. But Well, I mean, I, I think... I, I just, I just don't like. I, I think the term "hit" is so outdated, I, and it's I, not I, relevant as much as it was before. Like, it's just like not. I said, I think the the problem. Is- oh, sorry, sorry. Last thing I'm gonna say. So, last thing I'm gonna say. Everything that you just read, you know how you said, you said radio impressions. 
You said a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. I also think something can be a hit without a lot of those aspects. Like, I believe you can have a hit by not having radio airplay. You can have a hit with something going viral on TikTok. Technically, you got a lot of impressions with your song. Is that what the new hit is these days? 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, a hundred percent. I think you, you can have, you a hundred percent can have a hit without, you know, whatever, like a hundred percent. I, I think, like I said, I think the problem with music is not necessarily about, you know, the hit part. A hit is a hit is chasing hits. Like, I feel like Sean Kingston, Sean Kingston's a name that, that I think of in this situation. Bro, you bring up Sean Kingston every Sean episode. Kingston's <laughs> Sean Kingston's so relevant. So relevant. But uh, Sean Kingston is the guy that that comes to my mind because I felt like, you know, Sean Kingston created Beautiful Girls. Beautiful Girls was so organic. It was so like, okay, like this is cool. This is a fun music experience. And, you know, he brought Take You There. And you're like, okay, this is cool. This is funny. This is hits. I think after that, he just kept trying to chase hits. And when you keep trying to chase hits, you end up making bad music. You know, like, for instance, I don't want to get killed here. Like, you know, with the Barbies or whatever. Nicki Minaj kind of does that. Where Nicki Minaj has hits. Yes. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes she just tries to chase hits. It doesn't feel organic. Like, you said sometimes? I would argue every super time. Super Freaky Girl. Super Freaky Girl is actually one of those times where she tried to chase a hit, but it worked. Yes. But it doesn't work all the time. It does not work all the time. So, you know, I think that's the part about hits that people need to, people need to really be careful of if you're an artist. Yeah, I mean, I would... Honestly, it's a fine line, to be quite honest with you. It's a very fine line because I think artists should definitely focus. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think artists should focus on making music that is organic to them. And if it catches fire, it catches fire, which is the best case scenario. However, there may be times where you have to get out of your comfort zone. Maybe you're doing something over a beat that you're not really familiar with or comfortable or even really typically do. That may be more in line with what people consider as a hit. I think art has got to do a little bit of both, to be honest with you. I agree. You just have to diversify your sound. That way, whatever you put out sounds organic. I you know agree. what I'm saying? So, anyway, you guys let us know. What, I mean, what is a hit? Is, has a hit changed? Can you get a hit on TikTok? You know what I'm saying? Can you get a hit without radio? This let us know in the episode. comments. I love it. I really love oh it, God. man. This is like a real good conversation. So, yeah, this is a good episode. We reached the end of the episode, man. Uh, like I always say, after you didn't want to do the hot take Drake. You want to do the hot take Drake? Nah, let's save that. Let's save it. Let's save it. All right, we'll let's save it. Let's see. We got speaking we got of something for y'all. Yeah, speaking of things, man. Listen, I don't know when you guys are gonna check this episode out, but our next episode is going to be a very good one. We're gonna be in a different setting. We're gonna be back in New York City. So uh, shout out to the people that we're going to holler at and check out while we're out there. If you've made it this far, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, tell this uh, episode and share this episode, I should say, with a friend of yours, somebody you vibe with. This is how we've been getting our name out there. Salute to y'all for continuing to rock with us. As always, 
if you are giving advice, just make sure that thing is ill. I concur. I concur. Bow!